All right, everybody, welcome back to the Fat Stacks podcast, April 17th edition. We're back. I'm a little bit uh, tanner, all right? A little Florida, Florida vacation, little reset, all right? Florida, you can't bet in Florida on the app I use. I know some. I don't even know if you can bet in Florida at all on any app. So um, I uh, took a little mental reset from it, just sat by the pool, had a good time, heard about Aaron winning all his games, Heard some complaining from Garrett every once in a while. Fisher, he's just kind of even keel all the time. So that's <laughs> so. Uh, we're just uh, we're back though. All right, we're back better than ever. Um, uh, so we're we're going to start off. All right, for what happened at the Masters. All right, Scotty Scheffler, number one player in the world, wins the Masters. Um, and so I mean, I really don't have a lot on it. I mean. Uh, seemed like uh, seemed like it kind of he was slipping a little bit on Sunday, and then I mean he just hit like uh, kind of like kind of slipped a couple holes, I guess, and then uh, then the last uh, last little bit he kind of just stayed the course. Um, looked like uh, Cameron Smith was kind of coming up on him. Then they had that par three. I think he got triple bogey on that par three, and uh, that just kind of got him out of it. And it kind of was Scheffler's to lose after that. Um, kind of felt like, I mean, Morikawa and Rory ended it off pretty, pretty good, uh, shots out of the bunker there on 18, um, to get a birdie, you know, to get a little bit up there to get some more money, but, um, they weren't really in it. So, um, Fisher, you can go ahead on that. Yeah. Aaron's golf swing looked almost as bad as, uh, his MVP pick when he picked the Shambo and, uh, Shambo missed the cut. Uh, uh, Shambo, he did get he did have a surgery on his left wrist last week, so hopefully he comes back better than ever. But those things can be pretty scary as fast as he swings. But yeah, Scheffler played great. He's nails. Um, he's won four of his last six tournaments, which is unbelievable. Um, your boy Shane Lowry, I doubted him. I doubted him, and I need to stop doubting him because he got tied for third last week, Maybe. and then he comes back to the RBC Heritage, tied for third this week too. Um, Jordan Spieth won this week, by the way. So uh, it's been a great few weeks of golf. We're looking forward to the PGA Championship uh, next week or next month, and we're looking forward to the four of us going out and playing at uh, Indian Hills sometime. Let's do it. Let's go, man. Hey, let me tell you something. Like a little little story here, Fisher. I know it's probably not good for you, all right. But let me tell you, this is probably good for you, or this is not good that I'm going to brag on this. But the other day, Top Golf. In Orlando, Florida, was drilling that four iron 180 yards. All right, I'm ready to roll. All right, I'm ready to go. All right, I was hitting that four iron as good as I was hitting my driver. All right, now let's just say my irons were hitting. The, all right, so I'm ready to go. I'm ready for the men's league. All right, the prestigious men's league, in Indian Hills. I'm ready to fire it up. All right. Anyway, anything else on golf, guys? Scotty Sheffler. I mean that. I mean, there's not really much you can say about it. He played pretty good. Um, Rory had a huge day Sunday to come back and get second. Yeah. Happy to see that. Happy to see, like, Jordan Smith. I mean, obviously, he won this weekend. Rory playing pretty good golf. Um, we just got to get Tiger back in there, man. We got to get Tiger back in there for one more tournament, and then you just ride off to the sunset. But he's not going to. He's gonna, literally going to fall out on the golf course or something. But um, anyway, if we're done with that, we can switch over to the NBA. All right. Playoffs started. We are 
game two of a lot of the series or game one, game two tomorrow. Game one, yeah. Game two tomorrow. And uh, I mean, what what are we thinking, guys? I mean, we can go through every series and talk about it. We can go through the series that played today. Um, let's just go through that play today. We start out with the, I'm pretty sure we started out with the Celtics. Or no, we didn't. Did we start with the Heat today? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Heat and Hawks. Heat and Hawks. Woof. Blowout. Blowout. Heat heat and heat and kind of flexed their flexing their muscles a little bit. All right. They're uh everybody's kind of doubting them. They're saying, hey, we're the number one team. And you know what? There ain't nothing you can do about it. All right. And so I mean, you guys go ahead. I, I didn't watch the game, so I go ahead, guys. I mean I, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, click Appella's out. Uh, who's gonna stop Bam? John Collins can't guard Bam. I mean, Duncan Robinson let the floor up for 27 tonight. Like the Atlanta Hawks are so one-dimensional on defense, and you're going up against probably the best. Defensive team, in my opinion. So I don't know. I, I just think like it trades guy go off for 35 every night, and he can't do that every night unless if Miami starts booing him and then he gets the momentum like always. But I I just don't see I don't I don't see any way. I could see Miami win this win this four and not be surprised by it. Yeah. Miami will win four. Uh they're Miami's perimeter defense is insane, and that's the only way Atlanta scores is a three-point ball, especially with Capella out. Um, you said Capella – I mean, you said with Capella out, who's going to guard Bam? Bam only had like eight points today. That shows you how good of a game it was for Miami because they had – let me see how many assists. They had 35 assists today. <laughs> that is insane. 35 to Atlanta's 16. Uh, they held Atlanta to 38% from the field and 27% from three. And that is the recipe to winning basketball in the playoffs. And I believe if they keep playing like this, I think they'll win the East. I think I think it's going to be them and, and Boston. Boston looks pretty good. Um, either, either them, yeah, either Miami or Boston for East. And then for the West, Phoenix is looking good, man. They've looked good all year. I don't know who can beat them in the West. But uh, Miami looks very, very good today. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think we all said it. So, I mean, I mean, Miami in four. I would say maybe Miami in five. They get to Atlanta. You know, they win a game. Trey, Trey Young goes off. Yeah, Trey's going to go off for a game probably. Five, you know, four or five, gentlemen sweep or a sweep. Um, I think that's, that's pretty fair to say. Fisher, you got anything on it or – Look, if you're if you're a Trey, I don't have much on basketball, but I will say this: if you're Trey Young, and you are an offensive juggernaut, and you are the leader on this team, you're averaging 29 points a game, and you come out in the first game and you make one shot from the field, you can't win. You can't win. Your offense. You you are the answer on offense. Doesn't matter how bad you are on defense. You're the answer on offense. So come out and only make one shot. I'm surprised they only lost by 24, to be honest with you. Uh, the Heat the heat looked great from what I saw in the highlights. And that's a, you know, you guys mentioned Miami plays well on both sides of the ball, and that's what you need to win a championship. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, mo- moving on to the next game of the day, 
Nets at the Celtics. I'm going to tell you something right now. Um, I know you said Boston is going to win this game. I'm going to say Nets in seven. Um, because KD could not pay for a shot. All right. He's got a lot of money. He could not, he was like, could not hit a shot. And so, I mean, that's, let's just be honest. That's their best player. I know they got a lot of good players. That's their best player. And, and they still were close. I mean, they're only, I mean, they lost on a layup at the end of the game with less than a second left to go. So it's like, and so I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Nets and seven here. The game today, man, this is, it's getting bad for the NBA too. Usually they let a lot of stuff go, but the officiating in that game was bad. I don't know if you guys watched the game. Yeah. We're calling like just ticky tack, this, that. And it's like, and, and the announcer's like, yeah, but that's a foul. That's a foul. Like, okay. Like, like, and it, I don't know. It just seemed like there was a lot of whistles. I think they shot like 21 free throws in the first quarter. Like that, that's, that seems kind of overkill, especially for a playoff game. You know, usually it kind of ramps up the physicality. Usually a swallow whistle a little bit with it. Um, I don't know though. Um, Celtics, you know, end up winning, obviously Tatum. I mean, St. Louis native, pretty, I mean, pretty, pretty good. But um, I don't know. I think Nets and seven for this. Seven to shoot. Go ahead, Aaron. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I want to say Nets. Actually, I say, take that back. I want to say Celtics, but I think I got to say Nets. Uh, they, the fact that they played them that close with how bad KD played today. And this is the thing. And Kyrie has a lot to prove in this series, considering he just left Boston. And I just, I, I don't, I mean, Kyrie, we don't, we, we know what, how playoff Kyrie is. And you put playoff Kyrie next to KD being his normal self. And all right. Jaylen, okay. Do that. Do that. And what, what is that? Is that going to be 70 points? Who's going to score the other? The, the box score today was Kyrie 39, Kevin Durant 23. And then you had Drogic with 14. The rest of the starting lineup was five, eight, and nine. Who's gonna who's gonna be the third person to step up? If you look at Boston, Tatum with 31, Horford with 20, Marcus Smart with 20, Jalen Brown with 23. Like you have three people on in the starting lineup for Celtics who can get a bucket. I got a sleeper and, pick. And then Derek White off the bench. You get this game to game six and Ben Simmons comes back. I'm telling you, it's GG's in the chat, man. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is like this is the thing you gotta realize. Ben Simmons is not going to be used like he was at good old Philadelphia when he comes back. He's going to be the team's center, and he is going to be primarily down low. And hopefully, this guy because he just did not have the confidence in Philadelphia. Because I don't know the this is the thing. You're in Philadelphia. Philadelphia fans suck. We all know that. Philadelphia is the worst fan base in the nation. I, I for for baseball, New York is a lot better. Okay, I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> All I gotta say is, if he has any bit of confidence, Ben Simmons comes back. His defense is gonna be electric. We are. We are you suggesting know. that they bring Ben back for this series? Ben is going to come back in the series. And you think yes. that's a good idea? Yes, I think it's a great idea. I don't think he's got. I think he's only going to get like twenty minutes a night. However, his defense is so electric. 
Like he he's one he's I would say he's the best defensive player in the NBA when oh he's Oh my gosh. He's sick. He's seven foot guarding point guards. Like he, I mean, he stays he in front of anybody. Like two years, Garrett. Okay. He hasn't played I, think, NBA I think like we're, I think we're undermining the value just, of chemistry. Okay. I'm not disagreeing with that, but this thing, Ben Simmons is only going to shoot around the basket. You throw him in at center. It's going to be okay. And he can triple. Anyways, I got, I got, I, I'm taking, I'm taking that's in seven. I disagree. I'm going. Celtics in six or seven. And if Ben Simmons comes back, that's great for us Celtics fans. I'm a very fair weather Celtics fan. I don't watch much NBA. But since when has Ben Simmons been considered like a good teammate, like an easy, an easy Never. to work with teammate? Ever. No. Even at LSU, he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, he didn't play but two games. Garrett, how can you say he won a good teammate? He didn't play at all at LSU. He was there. He was there. He did play. I, I know, but he was – oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. You don't have to play to be a good teammate. Freaking broke his foot. First okay, Gray, he's on the sideline. Well, he wasn't a good teammate in Philly. That's really all that matters. Give me Boston. Anyway. Boston seven. All right, guys. Come on. My Bulls lost the Bucks. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Um, uh, I'm I'm no, I know a little bit about basketball, um, but switching everything on Giannis is probably not the best recipe for success. Um, I'm just gonna be quite honest. Um, I I just don't know. I don't know what they could do. They don't have a really player that can guard them though. That's the thing. So they kind of switch them, and then he gets down low, and then they double or triple him. Someone has an open look. Um, that's what happened at the end of the game. So um, they played a lot closer. They're down by 16, came back, was leading for a little bit. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think that the Bulls can maybe get a couple out of here. Um, I, I think I think the Bulls and probably five or six. I mean, not the Bulls, the Bucks and probably five or six. Excuse oh, me. Oh, wow. yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Giannis, Giannis is – Exactly what Garrett was talking about with Ben Simmons for the for the Nets. Him at I know they have I know they have Brooke Lopez, who is going to play in this game because of Vucevic, but against smaller lineups, Giannis is going to run that five, and they're just going to surround shooters with him, like Middleton, Drew Holiday can knock it down, Wesley Matthews. Um, uh, who am I missing? Uh, Connington. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, like I said, Bucks are scary and Boston's scary. Uh, I think Milwaukee – I think Bulls get a game. Uh, I'll say Milwaukee in five. Uh, I mean, Bulls, I mean, they got talent, man. Uh, I think next year once they all get healthy and play a full season together, it's going to be a different story because, uh, like Fisher said, chemistry. But uh, – I think I think Milwaukee wins the series in five. Yeah, I got I got Milwaukee in five, and I'll tell you the huge part about that is is like if Lonzo was healthy, I I would probably take Milwaukee in six or seven, but that they're just you lean too much on Demar, lean way too much on Demar and Vooch right now. Levine's playing okay. He played all right. 
Um, that's yeah. the thing. Like, they're so, like, guard heavy, I feel like. That's just, like, you know, you got Levine, and DeRozan is not really a guard, like, technically a guard, but he plays like a guard. And you got Caruso, you got White, you got Lonzo when he's there. I mean, you got, like, all these guards, and you have, like, Patrick Williams and Vucevic for your big men. You know what I mean? And, like, Derek Jones Jr., which he didn't really play, like, forward either. So, it's like – Yeah, they got Tristan Thompson, too, who's oh, a yeah, veteran uh, off the yeah. bench. Yeah. But, I mean, he's not going to give you anything besides yeah. rebounds. I forgot about him. But, yeah, it's a – I don't know. It. I, I do agree with you, uh, Aaron, that uh, next year will be a lot better. Well, maybe you can get some people into Chicago, some free agents. Maybe, like – a. I mean, like everybody said, tomorrow wasn't a good signing, but obviously it's kind of panned out for him. So, um, and so maybe they can get another guy like that middle of the road um, that's looking for somewhere to go, maybe a forward, a true forward or a big man. Um, Try to get Rudy Gobert. I, saw, I heard those trade talks. <laughs> I heard that. Trade for Vucevic or how you're going to have Yeah, v- Vooch and uh, Vooch. It was Vooch. Patrick Williams. Uh, I think it was Vooch and. White and yeah. a pick for I've been looking at trade a little bit since they got Lonzo and Caruso and like a bunch of guards. They've been looking to trade White for a little and bit. And Io, Io's gonna be a stud. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you something. And, when they they talk about a guy coming to Chicago and it kind of, I'm kind of like 50 50 on it is Anthony Davis because he's from Chicago. They always yeah. talk about Anthony Davis coming to Chicago and playing, but I just don't. I don't know. He's hurt too much, man. And I think getting away from LeBron could help Anthony Davis a lot. But um, I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, though. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, Fisher, I, did you talk about this series? You just did the same thing, Bucks I and mean, five. You, you guys, you know, the Bulls, they're, they're a cute They're a cute story this year. They're cute. Um, fun. It's a fun team, fun little team. No real chance to make a deep run, but they're, they're fun to root for. Give me – you know, I think they'll probably steal a game in Chicago, either game yeah. three or four. It'll be a good atmosphere. It's been a while since you guys have been relevant. So, um, give me bucks in five. I mean, they were number one in the East for like a quarter of the season, and then everybody got hurt. Like, I don't know. They're not a cute story. They're a good team. It's too bad the regular season means uh, nothing in the NBA. I mean, they got all injured. I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, that's what happened. And uh, – Anyway, we got the Suns and Pelicans going right now. I mean, Suns and freaking four. All right. You know what I mean? You know, that guy with a cigarette out of his mouth and it says Suns and four. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing right now. Suns and four. There's no, there's no, I mean, Garrett sent us a video today with a license plate that said go Suns. I freaking put two units on the Suns today. All right. So we're, I mean, I think we're all pretty much agree on this. I don't think the Pelicans are even going to be close to doing the game. I I don't think that there's a team that even remotely stops Phoenix until maybe the conference finals. And that's if Curry is healthy. And that's about it. Like that's the only team I see remotely stopping the good old Phoenix Suns. I think I think they're a sh- almost a shoe in for the finals this year. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about defense. Phoenix Suns have defense. Like, Michael Bridges will get – he deserves defense player of the year this year, in my opinion, GPOY. over Gobert GPOY. and Giannis. But uh, you have him. You have Aiton controlling down low. You got Chris Paul, who's still producing, who's still a lockdown defender. 
they're deep too, man. They're a deep team who have, you know, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, campaign. I mean, it just go, it goes on and on. And uh, I don't think there's any way that New Orleans steals a game. I think it's going to be a sweep. Fair. Yeah. Need a name more than like three or four guys on the Pelicans. One of them is Zion, and he doesn't even play. I mean, Devontae. New Orleans, they got some young talent coming up. They got Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, or Troy Murphy. Uh, Brandon Ingram's still like 23. How old is uh, McCollum? Just, I know huh? he's got – McCollum, how old is he now? 28. He's like 32 maybe. What? But he, honestly, he's a, he's, he's a decent pickup for them. Like, they did – it's good for New Orleans to get this far. <laughs> I know we're talking about first round, but they they played good in the in the playing game tournament, and that's good for them because they're so they're decently young. Besides like McCollum and a couple other guys, but uh, I, that's it's good for them, especially whenever they get Zion back and uh, they'll have another pick this year, and they'll probably get someone decent. So um, I think that. Uh, them making it this far is good for them. I mean, they're just gonna get swept. So there's this is it for them. <laughs> All right. So tomorrow's games, we'll talk about it a little bit, expand on the series a little bit. Um, we got uh, 76ers and Raptors. I mean, 76ers at home. Um, I'm taking 76ers here. I'm taking 76ers and. And five, maybe, you know, four or five, probably. Um, I, I don't know, like, because I know in Toronto, unvaccinated players can't play, but I, I haven't heard like a big fuss about like unvaccinated players for the 70s. I will. I will. So that's going to hurt them. Yeah. He's their best defensive player. But yeah, for no sure. one's going to be able to stop and beat. I, I don't know anyone on that roster who could. So. I have Philadelphia in five. I think Toronto can steal one game just because their home court advantage. Yeah, I I think I think seventy sixers minus seven tomorrow will hit pretty, yeah, pretty solidly. I mean, they won by twenty the other day, and it wasn't even a game in the second half. Like they were just they were jogging up and down the floor. It seemed like the whole second half. Right. I yeah. I mean, and so. Um, moving on. Our right, Fisher, you got anything on that? 76ers. I know Harden didn't he get to go to the line like 20 times a game when he was with Houston? Yeah, he's only going to the line nine times a game with Philly. So I don't know how much of a difference that makes, but I thought that was an interesting stat. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, um, the uh, next, next year's we're gonna talk about Utah Jazz and Mavericks. Um, I'm thinking, uh, Jazz. If Luke is out, Jazz in four or five. Um, four. If he's back in, you know, probably expand that to five, six. Luke yeah. maybe seven. Um, uh, but if Luke is not not back, there. I mean, Mavericks don't even have a prayer. So, um, anyway, you guys go ahead on that. Five, five Bang. You got Bang to it. get that, man. Count me in. Count me in. So, that, that, I mean – Easy money. That Donovan Mitchell was non-existent last game of the first half. 
and they still ended the first half up by two. I would just like to say that. They only won by six, don't get me wrong, but the fact Donovan Mitchell was not even at the game the first half, and they still were up by two. Yeah, like he had two points in the first half. Completely non-existent. And they were still up by two at halftime. I sat there and I was like, this game's not even going to be remotely close. And that's exactly what happened. Right. Yeah, I mean, let's just let's kind of move on a little faster here. Uh, Warriors and Nuggets. Um, I'm thinking Warriors in six or seven. Um, I mean, Warriors won last game. Um, when it comes to the spread for tomorrow's game, I'm thinking Nuggets plus seven. Um, just because the Nuggets can't. I just don't see them losing uh, two games in a row, not with an MVP caliber player and Jokic. So um, I, I'm just not seeing it. So, um, but I mean, I, I just think Warriors six or seven. I think it'd be a close series. Yeah, I'm taking Nuggets. Nuggets plus seven. That's my only basketball pick tomorrow. So Taylor fade either way. But I don't see them. Like I said, I don't see. They know they have to win this game to stay in it. And I don't. I don't see them. I definitely don't see them getting blown out in this game either. So Nuggets plus seven. I got I got Nuggets plus seven on tomorrow's game as well, for sure. Yeah, you have the soon to be MVP on your team. I mean, you're not gonna get swept. I think this is the second most intriguing series in the first round behind uh, Boston, Brooklyn. Uh, I'll take plus seven Nuggets all day long. Uh, they might they could even steal this game. Honestly, I know Jordan Poole's playing out of his mind, but I mean, I feel like Jokic is going to have a, at, at least one game where he's just going to go off for like 30, 20 and 10 or something like insane like that. So I'll, I'll take, I'll take Warriors in six or seven and then Nuggets tomorrow to cover the spread. Right. So, I mean, I got, uh, so we got the uh, Grizzlies and the Timberwolves kind of underrated series if you ask me. Um, but uh I saw that the Grizzlies are still minus seven tomorrow, which is weird because the Timberwolves are one last game. Vegas kind of doubling down on the Grizzlies again. Um, might be a spot to uh, uh, take the Timberwolves here again. I don't know if they'll win the game, but I think it'll be a close game. Um, I, I just don't know. I, I think the Grizzlies are still very young. I know John Morant's what's been oh, yeah. two, three years, but um, two years, but I mean, you know, making the playoffs, getting this experience is good for them. I hate to say, that's like a loser's mentality, but like I, I think they can win this series. I mean, I think they got as good a shot as anybody. But um, I, I, I'll probably do uh, Timberwolves plus seven. Uh, I really don't have a real gauge on who's going to win this game, though. But I, I probably go uh, Grizzlies and six or seven. Yeah, I think Grizzlies are going to win in six or seven, but. I think every game is going to come down to the wire in that series. I don't really care. I don't really even home and away. I mean, you really have overall like two young teams right there is my opinion. So like, I I don't know. I don't Timberwolves. I mean, they can shoot lights out some days and then, I mean, Anthony Edwards was a dog yesterday, but I, I don't know. I think Memphis hands down wins a lot series probably, but it could be close. Right. All right, guys. So that's all of our NBA talk for today. Um, and so one last thing that we're going to talk about, um, Aaron, I don't know if you're here when we talked about it, the MLB. All right. 
Um, we're going to go the biggest surprises of the season so far. We're about 10 games in-ish of 162. We're really we're rolling here. And so the biggest surprises, good and bad. I'm going to go good. We're going to go good first, and I'm going to go first because it's my team. All right. I thought the Cubs were going to be absolute dog water. All right. And they, they've come out and played pretty well. All right. Suzuki, awesome signing. Awesome signing. And we come out. I mean, I think he has four bombs. I There's a stat where he has, like, I saw where he only has, like, not, not walks. He hasn't really struck out. He's a very patient hitter. Um, and Habs playing well. Contreras is playing well. Even with Swindle and Wisdom and, and Magical having slumps, we're still playing pretty well, putting up pretty good numbers on the offensive side. The defense side, we're playing okay. Um, we got we moved Hayward to center, Suzuki at right, half at left. Not bad. Um, and then and then pitching, Strowman's been dealing. Um, Justin Steele dealed the first game. Dealt, man, dealed. Dealt. I mean, he was um, pretty solid. And uh, Strowman, Steele, Hendricks, that's pretty good. One, two, three. If Steele can keep it up, though, he's pretty young. But uh, my worry is, is that uh, – and which is probably going to happen. We're going to play good until the deadline – and we're going to trade off Strowman and, and, and stuff for a bunch of prospects and, uh, and and guys like that so we can get the young guys up and start playing, which uh, I get it. But it's like if we're playing well, let's just keep on riding this thing. You know what I mean? But uh, um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, that's, that's, the first, that's the good surprise for me. So you guys go ahead. Yeah, nothing too crazy has stood out to me. So I'm going to – sabotage this segment and say my uh, surprise team is the St. Louis Blues. They've won <laughs> I don't know how many in a row now. I know they've had 12 games in a row where they've had points in the standings. And they set a record. They have 12 games in a row where they've scored at least four goals. It's an NHL record. Uh, Tarasenko's hot. David Perron is hot. Jordan Kyra is heating up. Uh, the goalie play has been a lot better. This is an exciting team. If you like postseason hockey, this is the team to keep your eye on. I'm going to say something right now. This is not – we're going to get back to baseball after this comment. I swear it, if I hear Gloria one more time, I'm going to freaking bust something. All right? So, anyway, go ahead, Garrett. Here, I'm going to let Pep go because I have two teams. We'll see if he chooses one of mine. All right, so my first one, are we talking about which one are we talking about? Like biggest, biggest, uh, like surprise, like good, 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 surprise. good surprise. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll go. I mean, San Francisco Giants. Every year, it just seems like they're you know competitive. Uh, is this an even year? Yeah, it's an even year. So you never know; they might go all the way this year. But uh, no one saw Logan Webb being a stud. No one saw – who else was it? It was Alex Wood being a stud this year. Uh, they're considerably, like, old with Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford, Evan Longoria, you know, players like that. But, I mean, they're right there with uh, Los Angeles Dodgers who pays Buku's amount of money. And there has to be – don't get me started with the salary cap. I don't even want to go there. But 
they're seven and two. Los Angeles Dodgers are seven and two. They're the surprise team this year. I mean, their starting rotation is on paper does not look good at all, but they are they're pitching very very well this year. So I, I'm agree. Like I wouldn't say I'm agree with Pimp. I would say that San Fran's having a great year, and I kind of expect it to happen that way. I just know they play baseball the right way. Like they play defense, they pitch well, they put up three to four runs a night. They're pretty consistent. Like that, that's probably the most consistent team there is. So I, I don't know. I think I, I wouldn't say surprise there. My surprise team is the Colorado Rockies. I mean, coming in, you just got rid of story. I mean, who would have told me that they're going to be six and three in that division so far this year? I mean, they haven't played anybody great this year, but I mean, they have young guys that whole way around. Of Rogers, McLahan. I mean, you have Jose Iglesias, which is older, but like the Chris fact Bryant. that Chris Bryant's good. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't expect this team to hop out to a six and three start with this god awful of what a starting rotation looks like, and they have no relief pitching at all like Marquez is not a number one ace at all and Freeland was ugh. anyway but like Gompers are four starter and he didn't he would he was never even starter worthy at St. Louis you know what I mean and I would argue he's actually better than Cincinnati and they're starting Chad Cool from Pittsburgh and we know how bad that guy was last year and had been forever so I, I don't know I think don't get me wrong they got they got Chris Bryant, but you know, I mean they got Riz Story and they're rocking with a bunch of young guys. So and Blackman's on his last leg, it seems like. So I, I don't know. I, I was surprised with the Rockies. I I also think that the uh goal Pittsburgh Pirates being five and four is something to talk about too, but that's for another time. And I say some key Brian Hayes and uh, they have another young guy. Three players. Um, there's an outfielder. I can't remember his name. Brian Reynolds, I think is his yep. name. And so Brian Reynolds. Nice stash. Yeah. Brian, uh, Key Brian Hayes, uh, Brian Reynolds, two great players. Good things to build off of the Pirates. Um, but teams, teams that are surprising in a bad way. Um, looking through here, um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to say the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, let me tell you something. I, I dislike the Cardinals very much. All right. I'm just going to be honest with you. But let me tell you something. It brings me joy to see the Brewers lose. Yeah. I yeah. hate the Brewers. All right. Hate them. And so there's, oh, I what was it 90 wins, 91 wins. Get that crap out of my freaking face. They're, they're, they're not even, their pitching's good. All right. There you go. That's it. But like, when are we going to get off that this lineup stinks? Christian Yelich stinks, man. Christian Yelich sucks. He's bad. And it's like, what What are we doing? Like when freaking – here we go. Kyle Hendricks, Justin Seal. And I don't think – they only played two games. So Kyle Hendricks and Justin Seal beat him. Like what are we talking about here? Kyle Hendricks, I get Justin Seal, a young guy that has barely started very many games – for the Cubs. And it's like, what are we doing? And let me tell you something. Milwaukee's pitching when we when they played against the Cubs, it's the only time I've ever watched them this year. First couple games was bad. Corbin Burns, who? You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about? 
Peralta who? I freaking get that crap out of my face. Suzuki was freaking nailing them, all right? And so Hap was nailing them. And Hap is like an average player, and he was just like killing them. And so get that crap out of my face. The Brewers can lose every single game, and I would be happy. So go ahead, guys. All right, I've got my most disappointing team is actually a division. And it's the NL East right now. You've got some recent World Series champions in there. you got the Nationals. They're 4-7. and seven. The Braves were supposed to be pretty – I mean, I know it's only 10 games, but they've started off kind of cold. They're 5-6. and six. Look at the Nationals. Okay, I didn't even know Nelson Cruz was still playing. I thought he'd, he retired. I don't know how old he is. The Nationals are the worst team in baseball. I'm just talking division wise. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't know Nelson Cruz still played though. To be honest with you, I was. I'm looking at this lineup, and it's like, yeah, Juan Soto is going to have this team on his back for like the next five and a half months. <laughs> but uh, you know, I this is one of those teams. This is one of those divisions. I think the Braves are going to run away with. Um, I'm not too high on the Mets. I also did want to give a shout out to Hunter Green, who was the number one prospect in baseball. He made his debut for the Reds and won his first game. And he set a record at Dodger Stadium last week. Um, he had 30 pitches. 34, I think. 34 pitches above 100 miles per hour. <laughs> and um, which is insane. Maybe that and, guy signed up for Tommy John about three years. Put him on the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to wait for Jordan Hicks to take starting rotation spot. And uh, that the the first game that Hunter won last Sunday was the last game that the Reds have won. They have not won since. <laughs> seven, seven games. Hey, Tyler. So I hate Brewers, don't get me wrong. But I hate the Cincinnati Reds. Hate them. Hate them and their fans. Oh, my gosh. Like. Brewers are my second least – or, no, I take that back. They're probably my third. Dodgers and then Cincinnati. Cincinnati's – oh, hate them. Sorry. Go ahead, Garrett. You going to go with your most disappointing team? Oh, yeah. Um, I'll go with the <laughs> Twins. Uh, sorry. I'll go with the Twins. They made some decent trades, and they signed Correa. Uh, you know, I figured in that division they'd at least compete. Near the top, I mean, that I mean, White Sox are going to run away with that nonstop. But I figured they'd be second or third. I know it's early, but uh, they they got Gary Sanchez, Byron Buxton is turning into a star. He got hurt though, sadly. He just signed a seven-year deal, but I figured they, you know, compete a little bit more than than they are. Uh, Sonny Gray's hurt. Uh, they signed Chris Archer. I don't know. I figured they'd be better than that three and six this early on, but. It is still very, very early. Like, whenever we get to middle of the season, they'll probably be second or third, but uh, that's my disappointing team. I have uh, I have two, and they're both in the NL East, just like Fisher said. Uh, the Braves being five and, uh, five and six, I believe they are. Five and seven. Here, I just have it pulled up. Yeah, five and six. Five and six, like that. They played the Reds. Think about how bad this. That they played a series against the Reds, where they went two and two. That's terrible. That's only two games the Reds have won. They've lost two out of three 
against the Nationals at home. Don't get and then they they obviously lost uh, two to the Padres, but I mean, not a great start. However, I think that they're going to get rolling here. But my most disappointing team right now is the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they talk about a team that has the pitching to absolutely go. I mean, you have Zach Wheeler. He's a stud. Nola. Aaron Nola at two, stud. Ranger Suarez, young guy, stud. Eflin. Kyle Gibson is going to be – he's he's a great fourth guy. And Eflin at five is a stud for a fifth guy. Like, Pretty Eflin good. would be most teams' third guy. Let's just be real. And, like, you have Corey Knable in the bullpen, Uris Familia, and Brad Hand. Like, that bullpen stacked. And then you still have these guys on the that bat, like Ramuto, Hoskins, Segura, Camargo, Harper, Glorious. They just signed. They signed Schwarber. You have Har- Harper, and they signed Castellanos. Like this team should like absolutely like they should knock the cover off the ball. And it's one of those things I talked about earlier. Philadelphia sports fans suck. Let's just be real. I mean. They literally gave a standing ovation to Alec Bowman the other day after he made – don't get me wrong. He made two errors in the field. Both were not – Three. Three. three okay, three errors. Two of them Two of them were not routine, I know for a fact. They were actually some hard plays. Okay, let's just be real here. But then you're going to give, like, the third baseman, Alec Bohm, your future, a standing ovation whenever he makes one routine play. Like, I, you, I mean, you obviously heard – uh, Alec Bone was under his breath that he he hated that place. If you didn't see that, like they caught him saying it, like they they were asked about the game. But like I hate I hate hate it for the guys of Philly. Like their fans suck. I like, but the Phillies are by far the most disappointing team. If you ask me, like they 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 should put it together. But I think just a lot of mess in that organization and around the whole fan base. I feel like. How long are Phillies fans going to let Bryce Harper bat 156 before they start booing him every at bat? That, that Never. Maybe another week. Ever. That, and they will, they'll be booing him in a week. Not to mention uh, Kyle Schwarber is batting 94. He has Woo. over 30 at bats. He's batting. Okay. I, want, I, I, don't, I don't know who the – I don't know who their manager is, but let's be real. Kyle Schwarber is not a leadoff batter. Joe Girardi, isn't it? Okay, what is Joe Girardi doing? I love Joe Girardi. Why is Kyle Schwarber batting leadoff? When you have Johan Camargo, Gene Segura, like Odubel Herrera when he's healthy, like uh, one of those three should be batting leadoff instead of good old. It wasn't a bad uh... – I know he did lead off a little bit with the Cubs. He wasn't bad. He's a patient hitter. I think that might be why he puts him up there, but I get what you're saying. He hits – He Kyle Schwarber goes up there to hit bombs. But he doesn't strike yeah, out I mean, as a power hitter, though. He doesn't strike out as much as a power hitter. I don't know about this year, years before he hasn't. He's striking out. I'm pretty sure a good amount this year. But no, that, like the Cubs, like, he is a very patient hitter. He uh, – you know, I mean, obviously he wanted a freaking jacket, but um, – but as a power hitter, he didn't strike out like an Aaron Judge or a Stanton or like someone like that, or even a Baez, really. He's striking out at a 33% clip right now. He's 
Schwarber and Harper have combined for 23 strikeouts through 10 games. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. It's it's tough. Like, like honestly, I'd rather have Cassiano's freaking lead off than Schwarber right now. Yeah, like, that's, that's like, I, I, I like the guys that throw the speedy guys batting first. For the guys with high average and speed should bat first. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, get, get the guys on, let them run. Let the ponies run. See if you can start a game out pretty quickly. Me I mean, two up there. You know what I mean? <laughs> two of uh, two of Schwarber's five hits this year are home runs, which makes sense. But I don't know. I I just I they are by far the most disappointing team, if you ask me so far through the year. All right, let's give one pick for tomorrow, guys. I got Nineham Forest. Um, two two p.m. <laughs> Playing playing a pretty crap team in the championship league. So I got nine and a half forest. Anybody else got it got it pulled up? Pep, who you got? I mean one pick right off the top. Right off the top of the dome. Uh Philadelphia minus seven. I, I got jazz minus five. I have multiple units, nuggets plus seven. There you go. All right, guys. I believe that is it. Thanks for tuning in. And always, bet responsibly, baby.